0: Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. Back once again to ring in another week. Thank you for joining us. My name is Dan. His uh, deal will bring you nine facts you decide whether they're worth sharing or not. I've got stuff about dancing causing evacuations, birds outsmarting scientists, and another extremely long name. Mark, what do you got?
1: This week for you, I've got another where does that come from? Also a debate that's been raging, at least in my head, since last week's hot dog fact gonna settle it for us and finally why video games are good for you despite what you say mum they are good it's fine leave me alone I've done my he,
2: he looked at his mum see that
1: <laughs> I know yeah. oh she's the listener Connor what else have you got well
2: uh, three facts this week uh, Nemo Planet Earth and putting it in perspective of size I think something like that and uh, sloths it's a blur week there you go we'll talk about
0: that effort in just a tick stay there it's a brand new episode of Baffled
1: plushcare.com slash weight loss
0: So I don't want to immediately start this on a downer Yeah Having said that Hit me well, Look at the effort that Mark put into that I know he looked at it, his mum Yeah Thank He you. did
1: the I did a it, whole look to camera and everything He
0: did the question He did this He then did the mum ja- mum gag which I'll, you know, I, I could have left but I'll take it Yeah Thank And you. you I mean you'd given up before you'd started Do you know what right?
2: We've we, we spoken about this a few times haven't we At what point do we hit the point of we're facted out?
0: Not at the start
1: of a new episode, I would suggest.
2: You know, at what point have we done a lot of the facts in the world?
1: I think you're underestimating how many facts there are in this world. Yeah, I felt like I had done it this week, but I've, I've completed it. Right, let me ask you one thing. Mm-hmm. How many series do you reckon QI run for?
0: Uh,
1: oh, QI. Right? What? Thousands? You probably haven't run out of facts, mate. That's all I'm saying.
2: They're all right. They, they, they should be enjoyable ones.
0: probably don't mention QI. On on this podcast for for legal reasons.
2: So, you've got three, which I can't remember.
0: You you, the, you know,
2: blur blur. Your and blur, in, your introduction
0: was so absolute tedious.
2: Yeah. Uh, give me your first one. <laughs> want me to just sum it up this week for you straight away? Uh, if Finding Nemo was a true story, Nemo's dad would have transitioned into being female and just had more kids.
0: Uh, well Actually, I tell you it's what, Actually, vaguely what, interesting. But so my issue. No one can know that he would have done that. Well, what do you mean? As in, you, you can't. Well, give me the science of this. Why, if a, a male uh, fish daddy yep. loses his child, can you categorically state that he would just become a female and made new ones?
2: Well, the, the type of fish of which Nemo's daddy is. Clownfish. Well, it's an o- o- ocellorous fish. Clownfish. clownfish. It's that version of clownfish. Um and obviously, you know, because it's a kid show, they chose to just use a very simple word not, the name not, of the fish. Yeah,
1: because as we've just seen from you. Because obviously the then kids, kids can pronounce that, it. Yeah. You know? I'm struggling to wonder why I said
0: clownfish and you decided to call it another word which meant clownfish.
2: Um well that's the fish that they are, and they can change genders. Yeah, which is very interesting. I mean so he could have know, just done that when he lost yeah, his son. without being
1: a pedant, we don't know that he would have done that. No, but he could have also, done that. More. Much, much shorter film. Yeah, well, not, not, and a lot more explaining to kids as well.
2: And also really sad, you know, some disappears. It's like, huh.
0: and then what B- would And flip
2: what, genders and have another one.
0: Then what would have happened? Then Nemo... Well, Nemo would have got out, wouldn't he? If I remember the end of Finding Nemo, Mark, I will point towards your expertise. They only meet up at the end. The dad's got nothing to do with actually getting Nemo
1: free. Yeah, exactly. Nemo actually gets out on his own. Really? Don't need his dad. But it's about his journey. But it would have been a bit of a surprise if he got out free and went, Hi, I'm no longer your dad. I'm now your mum. I tell you what. Would be a bit. When you like, sit that, down. That would be a brain. When you sit there. down
2: of an evening after a busy day at work, does yeah. your girlfriend like cut up some fruit for you, put it in a bowl, you wear a bib, <laughs> That's and you, you watch Disney films on your own just to get through a very busy day at work? I tell you something. Because your knowledge on Disney, honestly, I mean, you need to go and compete. They're like a spelling bee in Disney. I, I remembered the end of a film. Where people just fire you with like, oh. tri- we should do this as a special one. It's like you and cheaper by the dozen. Uh, yeah, hit me with any, I can do the whole See? thing. See,
1: exactly, it's like the same thing. It's remembering the end of a film. It's not that impressive. I, th- I Actually, I don't think I've seen Finding Nemo in ages. Good I, might
2: one. To, I might need to rewatch it. The spin off was sh not it? I enjoyed Finding Dory. Yeah,
0: yeah. finding Dory, I think
2: it's quite good. Oh, I thought it was fun. Finding Nemo is the bit. I mean, look, there's only one film that does a spin-off in a second uh, and does it well, and that's <laughs> any by Dozen, cheaper,
1: yeah, there we go.
0: yeah, when people say that Godfather 2 is one of the best films ever
1: created, perhaps uh, better than Godfather 1. Just show them Chief by the Dozen 2 and yeah. tell them
2: why they're wrong. Yeah. All the Marvel sequence, all the films, I mean, just not as good Chief oh. by the Dozen One and Two. Hillary Duff comes back from college to go on one last holiday by the lake yeah and as <laughs> aggravation from her dad about her career choices it's so relatable
0: yeah okay so the fact is the fact essentially is clownfish change genders
2: yeah i mean essentially the fact is is that if you actually look at the fish of which is playing the role of nemo's dad there but was It's a... not,
1: the <laughs> a... not playing the role there
2: was an answer to this change genders mate have another one and don't worry about the little yeah, one. Yeah,
1: but then you're just abandoning your son. Yeah,
2: but I, it was, I, I tell you what, there was an hour and a half of aggravation in Nemo wasn't there? Him trying to get him back. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. How did he jump out that window as well? That was always a bit for me. Oh, uh, that dentist laboratory thing.
0: You want to look at the most unrealistic part. Hmm. How have they managed to find each other? This, this fish has yeah. literally travelled the whole way around you know the I mean? world and find the one bit of ocean when It is very down. convenient.
2: A fish actually goes into a seagull's mouth and gets flown around in the film and somehow still ends up back together.
0: Yeah, obviously. I had a teacher at my school called, I think we called her Pelly because she looked exactly like the pelican from Finding Nemo. Oh, She had one of those like long drawn faces. You know, that might, might, is it that one? Might, 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 might. That pelican, well, that, from they're the, they're finding the Nemo. seagulls, but yeah. Like a seagull. She... Maybe it was Gully then, I can't remember. I
2: she enjoyed all of that when she got called that.
0: No, well, it's behind her back, so it doesn't matter.
2: Oh, he never said it to her face.
0: No, no, no. Did
2: anyone ever say it to her face? No, was probably... there a kid in your class called Tyler that did say it? Tyler.
0: <laughs> no, probably
2: not. There was definitely a Tyler. It's always a Tyler. Always a Tyler. Yeah. Always I also Tyler. recall... Hey, Miss Pelican. F- up?
0: I also recall hiding, in a, hiding behind a curtain for half of her lesson once, then just coming out, and no one cared.
2: I'll tell you what. You need to arrange the inmate back in the day. <laughs>
0: Crazy. Oh,
2: a, rascal.
1: You'd behind a curtain and come out. Half a lesson. Middle. Half what a lesson.
0: That, look. The kids Everyone knew it. he was
1: there. Could see his feet, but yeah. nonetheless, half a lesson he kept that up. <laughs> he I went. He went into lunch. <laughs> my I class- was one behind I'm, the curtain. My <laughs> class my <laughs> never heard what I did in Pelly's
0: class. <laughs> my classmates enjoyed it. I just seem to remember the teacher, Pelly or Gully, can't quite remember her name, uh, was literally unfussed. Mm. There you go. Look, we've gone from that fact. So you random fact. You being a rascal in Scotland. It's me being a rascal year
1: eleven. <laughs> Mark, give us your first fact of the show. A piggy bank is named so, but not because it looks like a pig. But firstly, it was a place to put loose change inside a material called pig. So, I, that. so I've never heard of material called pig. So uh, this is going back to the time of the Saxons. Um, and pig, spelled P-Y-G-G, although actually probably pronounced pug originally before us English bastardized it. Um, so it's a bit of a, cl- a clay-type yeah, material. Yeah, you're doing your
0: best to make it boring, come on.
1: Yeah, it's a clay-type material uh, called pig, and that's where they put their loose change in. Then English people went, oh, pig, okay. the material, like pig the animal, started making them in the shape of pigs. Thus, the piggy bank was born. Apparently,
2: they are. I'm, I'm reading here because I just wanted to, I'm not saying that you're wrong because I think you're right. But there is also a thing, isn't there, about pigs, because I remember hearing this before, That is, they're a symbol of wealth. And they're a symbol of, like, luck. So people put their money inside a pig because apparently a pig is luck and wealth. But apparently. I think
1: that has all come from the, the piggy bank, yeah. which came from the material. Cool, that actually. Pig.
2: I didn't even know that. And it was spelled, spelled differently, I assume. P-Y-G-G
1: is how it was originally spelt. And it was meant to be pronounced pug, but then the English did what the English do to all
2: words. I, I, I missed that bit Changed when it. he said that bit. Switched off. That's an important part of the story. I thought it was very interesting because... What gets me is when you go back to the Saxon times... That's the bit there where you lose Connor sometimes. Because uh, I'm in the near... I, it, my mind starts going and I go, I go between all the times. I'm thinking, are we wearing like a little cloak and dropping away at stone times? Or are we wearing hats with feathers on them?
0: That's it. That's the two that, times th- Those are the mind. two clarifications.
2: Where are we in the world?
1: More towards the first one. Stones bit of and, a cloak and stones and hacking away. Yeah,
0: because yeah. five years later,
1: <sighs> we're all wearing capes. Yeah. <laughs> with
0: feathers in our air. Yep. Absolutely,
1: a lot of people go into a lot of weddings.
0: I tell you what, I've you know not frequently, but I do sometimes think. I wonder why they call it a piggy bank, and well, it's a question well, that I've never. Now you know. I've never, I've never fancied looking up.
2: So did you? You sometimes think that?
0: No, when I see a piggy bank, and you know I'm 30 years old, so that rarely really happens. You know, I've got a savings account. Um <laughs> I I know someone's I, doing all right. And um, I I when I see one, when I go home to my parents and I look at my old piggy bank, I think. Mm,
1: why is it called a piggy
0: bank and well, now just, you know
1: it's incredibly boring and it's
0: just one of those things that i end up not looking up
2: well we've got you've, got you've got to go back
0: to the saxon times yeah and when it was called pig bank but should have been pronounced pug bank no hey. do you know sorry you might have said this do you know when they started making pigs out of the concrete um
1: it's just it just says over the next few hundred years after the saxons really
0: were they wearing feathers in their hat?
1: That yeah, part, I think it was feather in the hat sort of time. Okay, yeah, good. that sort of period. I was going to yeah.
2: say, it reminds me of that time.
1: <laughs> That's the two periods in yeah. life.
2: And then you had us.
1: And then Skinny James.
2: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was the timeline of life.
1: All right.
0: Right, first fact of the show for me. Dancing made a building be evacuated for days. So on the 5th of July, 2011. Wow, um, recent. In Korea, in the... Gangbion branch of Technomart, which is a shop, uh, on the 12th floor, 17 people were performing Taibo exercises. It made the floor shake to such an extent that it matched the vibration resonance of the building, the mechanical resonance, which meant the whole building started to shake like there was an earthquake. And they had to ev- evacuate it for two days so it could stabilise. The only, this is interesting because the reason, when you see militaries marching um, in order to a rhythm, they break that rhythm when they, mark along, when they march along bridges because they don't want a similar thing to happen. Because if, you know, whole fleets of troops were doing the whole goose step in, one, two, one, two, it might match the mechanical resonance of the structure of the building and it would unsettle things and might break. Makes and sense. Suddenly you got a
2: huge army in a river. If there was a thought of an earthquake in a building, I'd be out of there.
0: I don't really understand how this happens, though. And I kind of understand science and physics to a degree. I don't really understand, well, chemistry in this. I don't really understand why a lot of people step in in time. I don't know what it's matching. I don't know what mechanical resonance is.
2: Do you think that maybe there was just a lot of banging and they kind of their self and they're putting it down to science to cover up the fact that they bricked it about something that was just dancing and they're a
0: little bit embarrassed? Yeah, perhaps. I just don't understand what,
2: like, what's it doing? Like, Is why? it moving like the foundations of the walls, maybe? No, it's
0: kind of like, it's it's it's... It's like in everything, as a guess, I'm guessing this, in everything, all the atoms are slightly moving. And maybe if you match that move, you, you break.
1: That basically seems to be what it is. Is that right? Yeah. Is it near, just shatters. N- near enough, yeah. So um, when the frequency of a sound, or so in this case, it's the thumping of the feet, uh, aligns with the resonant frequency of the material. Um, so basically, as you said, so the atoms that are already moving within that material, if you match that, then it's going to cause weaknesses.
0: There you go. Don't know, don't know
2: why. Don't know why okay, that's the I, case. I, I, at that point, I had nothing no more to say, really. That, okay. was, that was the bit where it got the answer was there, and I didn't understand much of it. It's the same reason
1: why, you know, the famous thing of opera singer breaking glass.
2: Oh, oh that's now
1: the Same reason. Now,
2: Connor's back, why does back it break, in the room.
1: Though? Why does it break? Because the frequency of the sound aligns with the atoms within the glass, therefore, it all becomes one. A lot of energy breaks.
2: It just seems a bit weird. And like, has that wh- happened wh- a why lot? D-
1: why does it make loads of energy? I don't know. I'm has that happened a lot at
2: the opera, is it? I've, like,
1: I-, I don't think they checked like, that you, know, you bring your own special glass in. It's just something you can do with a voice. It's not like a thing that they do at the end of every show to go, now nah, for the showstopper.
2: Yeah.
0: I tell you what, a drinking vessel would absolutely not break with mechanical resonance. Ba-bam. The brand new baffled mug that you can pick yourself up.
2: Drink all sorts out of it too. Tea, sparkling water. Yeah. Can of Coke, whatever you want to pour in it. Sure. Beer, wine. Drinks well, good size. Yeah. Baffledpod.com
0: for things that won't break if an opera singer sings to the same level. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Sloths.
2: You yeah. sloths? Yeah. Got a bit of a sad life. Where are we going with this? Got a bit of a sad life actually. Have they? So when hanging, sometimes they grab their own arm thinking that it's a branch and fall to their death. Happy Monday, everyone.
0: I'm just like...
2: Try not to laugh, thinking of it, though. It's,
0: it's, it's, the thing it's, is, I'm imagining Connor it's, doing it's this. It is a
2: funny image, don't it? Imagine it.
0: Oh, got it. Oh,
1: see <laughs> ya. Yeah, Bob's grabbed his arm. How'd he go? Oh, you know, the old arm grab. He's, he's,
2: he's but on... that
0: would only happen, surely, if they were leaping, because they'd always have one arm on the branch. They tend to hang.
2: No, so, so they obviously grab have one hanging, use the other arm to grab that arm. They're thick as anything, don't realise, let go and fall. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. You I mean, get what I mean? So you think they've got your the... Your arm's going to get the... a bit dead at a point, isn't it? You've got to change yeah. your arm. That, that. How often does this happen? Oh, it's quite frequent. Yeah, it's it, quite it. frequent. I was actually trying to find videos of it and then realised I was on a dark part of the internet when you're searching sloth deaths.
0: Just take me behind the curtain here. In your research on the screen for this fact, yeah. what is written down?
2: So I have that fact. But that was because there was nothing more to it, other than the fact that it's just truth. So you've got no... Oh, you want stats?
0: Well, I'd be interested. Well, you see, I found quite that... Quite
2: often. I found that part of the fact quite boring. Stats of sloth deaths. I think we should just keep it at the fun bit, which But is... otherwise, it's
0: not necessarily much of a fact, is it?
2: Well, there's just there's just an account like accounts of it. There was a guy that I found that, you know, had seen this happen before. Um Yeah. That's it. I'm I'm not going to see videos. I
1: found that had seen it happen. Yeah, there was
2: a guy on one of the Reddit things saying, Oh, I've seen this happen. That's it. That sounds like
1: the vague. That's like one of those when someone says, substantiate your claim. That means to give it evidence, Connor. Yeah. Uh, And they've just got, I I know a guy and he saw it
2: once. Yeah, basically what that sounds like. It's the
1: vaguest reasoning for anything ever. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Yeah. But it doesn't give you a lot of weight.
2: It does happen, though.
1: All right. We're
0: getting the video. Okay, fine. Take a look behind. I don't know whether this will.
1: See if we can see. The, where's the sloth? Oh, there he is, up in the tree, reaching out. Oh, <laughs> no, that's, uh, no, that's just. The, uh, no, that just broke it's on just, him. In it's fairness, just the stick is breaking. That, that just broke on him. That wasn't his fault. That was a stick breaking. I think that
2: was a sloth falling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, probably, I probably laughed too hard at that as well. I'll be honest.
1: When Connor said earlier, would we get to the point where there's no more facts left? I did think we'd hit that point before sitting here watching a sloth die on a screen behind glasses. No, he didn't
0: head. die. At the very end of the video, it said, yes, he did manage to catch a lower branch.
2: Oh. I don't know if he did. Um, we can take this as we want. It's I one think, of those facts, you know.
0: I think, and you know, to the detriment of future podcasts, perhaps, maybe we need to define what a fact is.
2: We, we, you've, you've, you you, say, you, know what? you, you saying
0: what? S- some, some sloths occasionally grab their arm thinking it's a branch and fall. I don't know if that qualifies.
2: you know what? I think that that, that, that is something that you've said a lot on this podcast. We are way too deep in now to yeah, start justifying so. what facts are. I think with the that we've turned out over the 280-odd episodes, we're past it. Yeah, it's probably a good point. You know, I've just said that Nemo in real life would have just had a baby again. and
0: But I enjoyed the creativity. You've taken... I can't imagine you did that yourself. What? The, the Nemo
2: thing? Did you... you think that I just thought that? No, that would have been mental. If I, I just if I just thought of a fact that was one of the best ones I've ever brought to the whole.
0: No, as in, what did you find out first? Did you find out the clownfish changed gender and then think, oh, that's finding new? No, I dad. just found that fact. Yeah, okay, cool. Mm. I, I thought maybe you might have put in a, a a smidgen of work.
2: Bless the sloths, though, eh?
1: Bless them, their little hairy socks. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Now, this is what I've been thinking about a lot since last week, and I can now officially say a hot dog is not a sandwich.
0: Define for me what a sandwich is.
1: So, well, th- I mean, this is where the debate uh, rages, isn't it? No, 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 no. no so that, the national no. Ho- so the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, that's right, it exists, made an official ruling and have deemed that hot dogs are not sandwiches because, and I quote, limiting a hot dog's significance by saying it's just a sandwich is like calling the Dalai Lama just a guy. So it's
0: actually got nothing to do with the structure or makeup of the hot dog. It's just because they enjoy their hot dogs to such they, extent
1: yeah, they don't want them limited. They basically think that hot dogs are above and beyond what a sandwich is. I would is. love
2: to see that body of people that are on that.
1: What's the name of the council again? Uh, the
0: National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. So, so okay, what this is? <laughs> so, these are. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it is. You know, it's it's like currently in the UK, the Conservative Party saying you. You know, we're the best. It's like saying, yeah. You can't call them yeah, regular prime ministers. Because it is the very
1: best. much hot dog, the hot dog council looking out for themselves, going, don't, don't define us with the sandwiches. Don't put us in with the ham and cheese. Come oh,
2: here on. we go. Look, look at, I mean, they really need to have a day off, didn't they? National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, hog hot slash dog.org.
0: Yeah, what did you anticipate it was? Yeah,
2: drop down. Hot dog etiquette. I like it. Sandwich.
0: Read me some hot dog etiquette. Hot dog
2: fast facts.
0: Read me some hot... Well, you, you know... Hot but, dog etiquette. No, I tell you what. Bookmark hot dog facts for next week. That'll keep, yeah. that'll keep you going. Okay. Uh, can you give me some hot dog etiquette?
2: Well, first sentence. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council includes a full guide of etiquette in an online video. But here are just a few tips and tricks. Then there's a guy that does... Yeah. Anyway. Don't. Put the hot dog toppings between the hot dog and the bun. Always dress the dog. Not the bun.
0: Don't like this at all. I don't like being told.
2: It's a mess. Do serve sesame seed seeded poppy seed and plain buns with hot dogs. Sun-dried tomato buns or basil buns are considered gouch with franks.
0: Here's the thing. Too fancy. I think, you know, and I don't want to paint with a broad brush here. I would imagine these are American. I imagine these are the specific type of Americans who bloody love their freedom. And you know the first thing they're doing with your freedom? Telling you how to eat you're not a hot dog. Yeah. You know what you can't and do? And telling you, it's definitely not a sandwich. Yeah, you can't put your relish, your ketchup, your mayo, your mustard. You have to put it face up. Don't like it. But what do the sandwich people think, Mark? Have you got that? Uh,
1: the sandwich people were not available for comment. We need
0: balance. We
1: need both but sides But I can, I can understand, story. right? There's one thing in my brain that goes when... Well, there's a lot of things in my brain that go when I read this. If you've been thinking but about this all week, then yeah. I'll is. be honest. It's been a hot topic in my head. Because as soon as you put a sausage... Even like, so you put a sausage in a bun and it's a hot dog, right? As soon as you put it into any other type of bread, it changes what it is. It becomes a sausage bap or a sausage sandwich. It doesn't become a hot dog. Therefore, a hot dog is a very specific, different thing. So I can understand it not being right. a sandwich. Yeah, a sausage can... sandwich, you would argue, is different to a hot dog. But it can still Therefore, it a hot dog can... can't be a sandwich. No, what? that's not true at all because it can still be named. It's the
0: genre that it's in. It is in the classification of foods in bread, which means it's a sandwich. It doesn't, it doesn't. doesn't does that mean that a burger is a sandwich? Yeah, I would, I would argue a burger is a sandwich, but it's a burger. It's, here we it's go. under the classification here we go.
1: Sandwiches, but it's a burger. Well, I've, about I've, a got I've got the answers.
2: What the answers? We need to get them on the show. They've got media contacts here. We need to get them on the show at some point. I've right. Just... last
1: time you tried to get someone on the show, you jumped the gun, didn't record it, and did it seven times.
2: Little, old, little old lady in a very small town is different to an association. Yeah, if, if anything, you should have been more careful so as not to freak other got f- a out a media page. They've got a media centre from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. It's more than we've got. Maybe, maybe maybe that'll be a special bite size for you.
1: See,
0: bite size. I have just slugged them off as well.
1: Welcome uh, to the world.
0: I just don't enjoy... I don't enjoy the fact that these... You, you know, that they're dictating so much to you. You would imagine someone who, you know, loves a hot dog might be... Uh, Easy going, carefree, no. Ha- have it as you
1: want. No, you make like your it. hot dog your own hot dog. That's what they should be. Like.
0: I don't like it. And they've dictated something purely to promote a sausage in a bap without knowing. And they've not given any scientific logical reason. It's just the hot dog is so bloody great, it's way more than a sandwich. And oh, I don't like that.
2: I actually don't think that the barn offers much for me.
1: But then you've just got sausage.
2: Yeah, way better.
1: Yeah, but how are you keeping all the toppings in?
2: Well, I know. I just get a sausage and dip it in sweet chili dip. So basically, n- you're you have never done that in your sausage. I've done that. There's no way you do that. I have done that.
1: You dip just
0: a lone sausage in a sweet chili dip. Frankfurter or pork? No, like a like a good Cumberland. You just dip it. Mm-hmm. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen heard. Mm.
2: When? I don't think it's that Barbecues. weird.
0: I just, well, Connor sat there on his own. With a little plate with I like one that. sausage on it, just dipping it in sweet chili sauce. I don't sauce.
2: turn on the barbecue on my own, do myself a little sausage and then sit and dip it. It's usually a That's social that, I, environment. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. No, it's great. Dip it and you, have, you can also change the sauces up every bite. Wonderful. And do you know the best bit about it? Get yourself a little pot of onions, crispy, dip, and then dip in the onions and it sticks to the sauce. Well,
1: yeah, but then you, this is my, you then might as well have the bun so you can just have it all in there in the first place.
2: The, you know, the white buns. A bit
1: of caramelised onions as well on top.
2: What do you have? Linda McCartney? Linda McCartney ones? Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah, is it you asking
1: if he has Linda McCartney sausages or just calling him Linda McCartney? (laughs) No. The the Richmond ones are good as well. They're pretty good. The Richmond's are good. I mean,
0: barbecues are effectively ruined for me being a vegetarian. I think they're a bit overrated. I I like a veggie
2: (laughs) sausage. I think they're tasty.
0: Right, second fact of the show for me. This is about how birds have outsmarted scientists. Uh, earlier this year, actually, scientists in Australia thought they developed a brilliant tracking device to monitor magpies. They fitted it around them. But what happened?
1: The birds
0: helped each other take the tracking device off.
2: Clever little bastards. Don't like magpies. A small group of magpies? They kid all the babies.
0: A small group of Australian magpies, <clears throat> after a bit of fitted out with harness-like tracking devices, decided to opt out. The scientists watched as the birds helped each other remove the devices from each other. It's called rescue behavior. A helper frees another individual in distress with no obvious benefit to themselves, but they're all doing it with each other.
2: At what point in life do you sit there and have an intrigue in the life of magpies and and what they do? I, I wonder what it lead, how you lead to that point. Get to that point. I guess if you're a bird fan, yeah. But like, where you you know experiment on magpies? I wonder how it gets to that.
1: Well,
2: the purpose of the experiment was to learn. About the movements and the social
0: dynamics of magpies. You bloody love that. You're always interested. What are these magpies? Who's top of the tree? Who's the cool one? Who's the jock? Who's the nerd? How far they travel each day and how their social behaviours are influenced by sex, age and rank. Instead, Dominique Potvan, an ornithologist at the University of the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia, said, The birds have outsmarted us.
2: Have they? They have. Could they not have just done them a bit tired? Well, perhaps, but, you know, they've all <laughs> flied off, haven't they? Flied off. Flown off. Do you see that? You can't correct someone like right now. It's frustrating.
0: Basically. Well, so here's the thing, Connor. If you're wondering why these people are researching magpies, what does that make you think? Like, w- if, you, if, you, if you had unlimited budget and unlimited resource to do any one study on why animals do something, apart from why sloths grab their arm and fall off trees,
2: what would you do? Uh, Why dogs bark at birds? just because they. I wouldn't go down magpies. Magpies wouldn't be on my list. No, not interested in magpies. Even if I was a bird fan, magpies. What's wrong with a magpie? It's just annoying, irritating. Always eating the dead thing. Kill the baby eggs. No, no good. Rotten. Isn't
0: that cuckoos that do that?
2: No, it's magpies. Cuckoos. M- do that magpies as well. aren't good. They're not good birds. Cuckoos.
0: Their mum, a mum cuckoo will disguise her own eggs and lay them in another bird's nest. Then the bird hatches and then it kills all the babies. It's pretty bad, right? Two facts in one for you. Why? Why? It's just, it's just the way it has evolved. So the mum lays the egg in someone else's nest and flies off, doesn't do any of the work. Some other poor chumpy bird keeps it warm, thinks it's their own. Then it hatches, pecks them all, kills them.
2: Are they a bit of an extent well like, what's it called where they all die extinct that's uh, well, it yeah not well, many of them left
0: well, n- well no because I think it doesn't do it to one standard bird it just does them to other creatures
2: interesting bird chat just
0: yeah. all birds because
2: they're evil yeah
1: Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast, we didn't do that, it's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast, our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott?
2: I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter, I submit a word chris submits a word and we battle it out to see what word goes into the a to z of men
1: and you can get us wherever you get your podcast from just search for the a to z of men one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a
0: it's a t-shirt
1: until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Thank you very much for listening to the show. If you want to get in touch, it's baffledpod.com. While you're there, you can get merch. You can follow us on socials. You can get us on TikTok. You can do all of that. It's baffledpod.com. Remember, we are with you five days a week in various guises. You'll be listening to this on a Monday. Then we've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Bite-sized baffled. Just little bite-sized facts. Your commute. Sorry, that was a bit. <laughs> for your commute. And also, if you're going back to school uh, and you, you're like listening to this on the train, whatever it is, just submit it to... You know, entertain your fellow classmates with... What did you do over your school holidays, Timmy? I learned facts from the baffled boys, bringing all the noise in your ears. Let me tell you about magpies. There you go. They are evil birds. Connor,
2: give us your last fact of the show. Right, I, I saw this fact and thought it was interesting. I've dived into it and I may need a little bit of help. A grain of sand is halfway in size between an atom and planet Earth. Right, so... Apparently, it's just the rough frame of reference saying that a grain of sand compared to the size of Earth is equivalent yeah. to the size of an atom compared what? to a grain of sand.
0: What? No, you've confused that.
2: that. That was the explanation that I was given in my research of how to make that make sense.
1: So, so let's say, for argument's so sake, as in like, that yeah. a grain of sand is 100 times the size of an atom. Obviously, it's a lot more than that. Yeah. But let's say, for argument's sake, it's 100 times. Mm-hmm. Then Earth is 100 times... The size, the size of a grain of sand.
2: Yes.
0: So if you've got a chart, atom is at the bottom. Yeah. Earth is at the top. Sand's yeah. in the middle. Size. Yeah. Sand is in the middle.
2: Yeah. Nine. A grain of sand. Well, that's well,
0: what I'm saying. He, he's, it's, com- no, he, hold on. Well, he's confusing his explanation.
2: No, 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 no. I'm bringing this to you because I think that this is a good fact because it, it was everywhere. I just needed some help from it Dan is, and Mark to pick it apart because the next bit says, mathematically is incorrect as it is off by several orders of magnitude, but it does give a very good rough frame of reference.
1: So, so essentially, if I can try and decipher and translate what you're saying, is that it doesn't go on a pure scale atom halfway along the scale sand end of the scale earth. Instead, it's a case of the size of sand compared to an atom is the same as earth compared to sand. So it could be right, Okay. So it could be, let's say, so oh, let's say it's hundred okay, times. Fine. So let's say an atom is size one, sand would be size hundred, and then Earth would be size ten thousand.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. They're the yes. same. They're the so same. it's not
1: halfway in terms of naught fifty, hundred. No. But in terms of magnitude to each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm an atom, yeah, mm-hmm. and I see a grain of sand, it's yeah. the size of the Earth. Yeah. If I'm a grain of sand, the Earth is the size of the Earth. Yes. Yeah, okay, that was good.
2: Terribly explained. No, no, no. He's explained how I had it. I was just trying to wrap my head around it and thought, you know what? Well, you read it one more time and see if now I understand it. It makes more sense. A grain of sand is halfway in size between an atom and the planet Earth.
1: See, it's the halfway there. It's yeah, that's the confusing
2: you. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well done, though. Thank you. Well done. That's blowing my mind. If, 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 if What I think is true of how you've said it.
2: Yeah. Everywhere said halfway in size. I'm still stuck on that big word halfway. And I've been trying to work it out. Honestly, I just needed a bit of help with it.
0: Is this TikTok?
2: No, it's everywhere. Everywhere. It uses the word halfway. Where is everywhere? You can't just like, keep Wait, saying what? everywhere. All, all of the um, articles that I was reading about it, it all just said halfway. A speck, Yeah, again, a speck of dust is halfway in size. It, it was halfway. It's the bit that's getting me. I'm choosing to not believe that and just believe how Mark
1: has explained it to me. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right.
0: Mark, give us your last fact of the show.
1: Doctors who play video games more than three hours a week make fewer operating room errors. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so those uh, doctors who work in the operating room uh, and play video games, uh, basically, they make 37% fewer errors than those who don't. They're also 27% faster and score 42% better on a test of surgical skill. So it's all to do with how uh, video games improve your motor skills your eye hands or your hand eye coordination um your visual attention and also just
2: generally your
1: computer competency as well it makes sense yeah
2: doesn't yeah it's not a big surprise is it yeah i mean i've played a lot of fifa i'm sure i could do heart surgery
1: yeah. what i feel so like... anyone who's wanting to become a surgeon and you're working on your little letter to write to the universities just brag how much you play cod that'll be good
0: i felt like i feel like this is not the first time
2: in the last few weeks that we've discussed you being a surgeon I'd be terrible. Yeah, we, we spoke about how You said you'd be grey and <laughs> went down that same path. Well, not, we always go down.
0: But I'm not that. He, he was so depressed when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the same path. I'm no go
2: good. Down. Mark's mediocre. Dan's the best. Uh,
1: but I'm not standard. That, I'm not that good at computer games.
2: I'm good at computer games.
1: Oh, it's always ma- you ma- it. maybe we need to flick this then. Maybe Connor would be great as a surgeon. You'd be awful. I don't think
2: oh, well, I've got the patience.
1: Well, well as ho- you you do need patience to yeah. operate on. Yeah. yeah. Hey. I had the joke. I just couldn't get my head around it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's well, really Ma- don't worry. Mark had you covered. It's all right. I've got it. Mark ja- had it right there. It's a dad joke. I've got that one.
0: Don't God, worry that's about really that. Really annoying. I had it. I just couldn't, couldn't quite get it out.
2: What did he say? He said you need patience to do it. You know, As in the other th- th- time. Th-
0: that's a good pun. I think that's a good pun. I just wanted to quickly it's as open well. Goal.
2: Just while we're here and we're talking about Mark jokes, you know, when we go back to your fact before when you spoke about the hot dog society, and then you went, "It does exist." Do you put a little star when you delivered your facts in the bit where it says "insert Mark pun"? That reminds yourself. that
1: nah, it just comes from my brain naturally, man. Right,
2: <laughs> creative. It's just me. It's just what I'm like. <laughs> you did the bite-sized one earlier as well. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't yeah, written that down. One. Yeah, no.
1: There was the bit at the start when he looked
0: into the camera and talked to his mum. Oh yeah, he spoke to his mum. That yeah. bit was written down. It's lovely.
1: Script. <laughs> <laughs> Scripted
0: that one. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm... Good. I'm happy you didn't forget that one. Yeah. God. Um, but mum's <clears throat> happy. Yeah, but I'm. It's not a surprise if you're good at computer games, you're more dexterous and you're you you've got a better attention span. I guess it depends what games you play. I mean, if you're good at GTA, it's not going to be useful
1: if you're a surgeon, is it? Yeah, maybe. You're not having to do things. I'll be a great surgeon because I play video games. What do you play? GTA to kill a lot of people. Probably going to be a no. Right, last fact of the show. you remember once
0: upon a time we spoke about the bloke with the longest name in the world? He was a German lad, I seem to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah and Connor loved it. Let yeah. me tell you about Sandra Williams from Texas. She had a baby girl born in 1984. And she thought, you know what? Her name had to be different. I had to be in the Guinness World Record book. She took six months coming up with the name of her child. It's got too long, too it's got 1,019 letters.
2: Oh. No, it hasn't. It isn't a it f***ing word. It has. No, it has. isn't a word. It has. I hate people like this. <laughs> this is really Genuinely, <laughs> this
0: sh- it, it isn't a word. What's the name? Well, I'm going to give it a go. What's
2: the name? No, the, the, the mum. Sandra. Sandra. You've had a mare. What's
0: funny is that the name Sandra Williams is quite boring. That's quite funny. It isn't a word. No, Anyone no, could just put
2: letters together.
0: Gets, I'll do F-A, F-A, one after the other for a
2: million times. There you better. go. I broke the record.
0: So her partner formally submitted. So this, this is what happened, right? Bam. They have a baby on the 12th of September, 1984. They call the baby this name, which I'll try and pronounce. Roshandia, Telly Koyanis Sooth Williams. They put that on the birth certificate. Then they think, "No, F me, that's not enough." So, they spend another few weeks making another name it features a 38-word long middle name as part of the girl's many names. She's got loads and loads of names. Oh, it, it, I it, can't. It starts, as you say, I can't read out the whole thing. We'll be here all day. It's got 1,019 letters. As I say, it's Roshandy Telly Um So that's her official name on the birth ticket. Do you know what they call her?
2: Roshan.
1: Jamie. What? <laughs> I mean, it's all fun and games, so you've got to go down the town hall and fill out like some paperwork or something. The name it? reportedly features a combination of
0: movies, cars, and
2: relatives it isn't a name it isn't a name you can't just throw loads of words together in a great big long thing and go oh that's a name her mother
0: explained that she had to record the name on a tape and play it back to young jamie repeatedly so she could remember her very of course
1: own she name. did
2: uh, also yes. so the mum could remember her name apparently um what do you need to provide to get a name by law. What's the name? Well, I don't know what the naming laws are in the UK. I imagine there's some things you can't call well, wherever, them. Well, whoever she is, it's Texas. My family lived there. You get away with anything. It's well, probably well, just nonsense.
0: Actually, in Texas, it, prom- it prompted a law change.
1: You can only be given a name that can fit on a birth certificate now. See, it's so what I said. It's all fun and games, so you have to go fill out that form.
2: There's not enough boxes. Sasha's just irritated me today now. can I, tipped me over the edge. Can I be honest with so, that Yeah, you, absolutely. Syndrome. And
0: I don't, wanna, I don't want this to sound insulting.
2: Connor's quite a boring name. Oh, yeah, because Dan's brilliant.
0: No, but Dan <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan is what... You know, tell
2: you, tell you, before you do this... Yours is almost calendronic. You're, you're opening up yourself for a barrel of abuse from people. If you sit there and say, Connor's boring, Dan's but a Dan, great name, but Dan isn't.
0: Dan's a great name.
2: I know way more Dans than I do Connors. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a name. It's a, it's a great name. You, I, mean, I hate to say it, Mark, but yours is... Yeah. I mean, it's bottom tier, pal. I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, oh my god he sat there then when you said that and literally looked so crestfallen like you told him that
1: Newcastle
2: no, just, United have folded as a club you went I,
1: oh. I just couldn't I just couldn't care
2: if it finished in Iotus then it'd be better Mark Iotus yeah I'd enjoy that more but Mark mm.
1: right Connor Dan and Mark are all pretty boring names
2: I ain't, I ain't Connor's ain't. I am best. glad I have
1: that I'm name rather than one that is 1000 characters long do you know why Look, Connor's great stop
0: bringing it around to the facts
2: do you know why Connor's great it off your name what because I like to call myself Conrad at times. Why do you do that's that? That's an entirely different name. Is it, are you called Daniel or Danny? Daniel. Definitely not Dan, Don't. <laughs> definitely. Right, so you're saying your name is no, so exciting
1: Danny. that sometimes you like to use a different name. <laughs> yeah. which, is, which, by the way, of all the names in the world which you could call yourself, you go for
0: Conrad.
2: Yeah, Conrad. I was called Dylan for a week. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. You've know said this many
0: times. Of all the things that we mentioned on the show, I think that's brought up more than anything else. I
2: can't believe that you've just said ABS. that Connor's boring, but Dan is a good name. Dan's a very exciting name.
0: How is that exciting? I'm so glad this is the end of the podcast. Have so you ever met, just switch off? Have you met, ever met a boring Dan? No, yeah, all, no, they're all brash lads. They're all brash, chatty, fun, womanizers. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. It's been a, it's been a rambly one. Thank you if you've stuck with us till this point. What have we learned this week on the show? Well, piggy banks should be called puggy banks. Also, there was something about a grain of sand being the size of the Earth. I couldn't get my head around it. And we will dedicate this week's episode. And Connor loves it particularly to Roshan Diatelli, Nishu, and the Shenk, Koyani, Squath, Suth, Williams, a.k.a. Jamie. Until next week, well, until tomorrow, actually, we'll bring you a nice little bite sized baffle to get you back to school, back to work, to college, whatever's going on. Start your day with us. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Write an email. Yeah. Yeah. Say goodbye, Connor. Adios. <laughs> and we will see you later. Until then. Bye.